Hello, fellow safety and health professional, and welcome to another podcast in a series of podcasts based on an article in Safety and Health magazine that's all about you. You are what you eat. Now, no doubt you've heard that age-old saying, and it's not just a metaphor. It's not just something that symbolizes something, because your body is made up of what you've ingested during the past few years. Research has also conclusively shown that the quality of the food and the liquids you take in affects your physical and mental well-being. Something similar can be said about your thoughts, particularly when it comes to your moods. I like to say, you feel how you think. If your thoughts are uplifting, you will feel uplifted. When depressing thoughts take up resident in your mind, you are more likely to feel down. I've often been asked why I'm always in a good mood. First off, I'm not. Though, from people's responses and my observations, I believe I'm more upbeat than average. And when I leave the house, almost always, especially if I interact with other people, I'm usually in a really good mood, typically. But I still have times when I'm sad or anxious and all the other negative moods and emotions that humans experience, of course I experience them. However, I work diligently on better controlling my thoughts and the effort has paid off. That's one of the big reasons why I am mostly in a good mood. And here's what helps me be upbeat most of the time. First off, pay attention to your thoughts. I mean, actually really pay attention to them. We tend to let our thoughts just show up like an uninvited guest, like they just pop in our head. Well, years ago, I discovered, uh, I didn't actually discover, I've read about it, and then I started realizing that I can think on purpose and that I can control my thoughts. It's a simple type of mental practice. It's easy to execute. What's hard is remembering to do it. So... When a negative thought comes into my head and I realize it's negative, I can kick it out and then put a positive one in there, or at least one that's neutral or not causing me any, you know, despair or making me feel bad or anxious. And if you keep doing that for a while, uh, they don't show up as much. I really don't get that many negative thoughts as much as I used to, you know, years ago. Now, now at times you must deal with like tragedies and problems or there's something, you know, especially as a safety and health professional, you have a serious accident or incident at work uh, and you got to deal with that. You got to think about it. But that's not what I'm talking about. Uh, It's these needless thoughts I'm referring to, such as disparaging thoughts about yourself on your abilities or something in the past that went wrong and you're still bringing it up or thinking about it. Or a project you're dreading and if you know coming up that you don't want to do that you have to do every year and this year you're doing it again so you think about oh man I can't believe I have to do that again now when I notice negative thoughts popping into my head as I mentioned a moment ago I recognize it for what it is and then replace it but it takes some purposeful attention to do that and then what I replace it with the negative thought is often something simple like a pleasure that's upcoming. Uh, I love listening to audiobooks. So if I have a another credit on the system that I use, you know, the program I use for audiobooks, I'll think about, oh, what am I going to pick? Uh, or uh, I'll sometimes use memories. You can use good memories. You know, something happened really good to me, and like the National Safety Council conference that I've gone to, and some, you know, met somebody cool and things like that. 
Number two, take in less negative information. Where are these negative thoughts popping up from? They're popping up from things in your storehouse, your subconscious. And there's all kind of ways today, especially, that you can fill your brain to the brim with anger, despair, fear. I limit what I take in that is not helpful to my mental health, whether it be what I peruse on my phone or the people I regularly associate with. On the other hand, I read and watch uplifting material every day, especially in the morning. By the way, in the morning, after you wake up, you still have some connection to your subconscious in a way that, that is different than it is the rest of the day. And it has to do with the change in your uh, waves that are in your brain, your beta and theta, you know, all the different ways. So first thing in the morning, good stuff helps make your day a good day. It really does. I know that is definitely true. Now, you don't have to be ignorant of world events. You and I could have a conversation about all the different things, you know, that are troublesome that are going on in the world and nice things and good things in the world, too. So I'm not like I'm, you know, hiding under a rock, but too much doom and gloom and tragedy can distort our thinking, even we don't realize it, and it can ruin our outlook on life. Now, us safety and health pros, as part of our job, we must learn about hazards and be looking out for negative things. You know, and, you know, if we have root cause analysis because somebody got, you know, broke their arm or whatever, that is not a positive thing. I mean, the root cause analysis is, right? That's helpful. And so what it can do, that can make us also look at things more negatively and think about things more negatively. I really found this out. Uh, I host, I haven't for a little while, but I host uh, stress sessions for control room operators, especially before... They're getting what's called their walkthrough when they have to walk with the NRC all through the plant and almost every single valve and pipe and equipment. Uh, it's very stressful for them. So uh, I've had where, you know, different power companies have brought me in to give it a half day or all, full day session for stress. And one thing that the operators I learned is, you know, in nuclear power plant, if you're an operator, especially like a control room operator, and this is exact attention to detail, attention to detail, attention to detail. It's just pounded into your mind that you must pay attention to every detail and it's got to be right. Understandably, right? It's a nuclear power plant and you're a control room operator. Well, when I would have sessions with these uh, guys and gals and they would tell me that one problem they have is when they get home and they're around their house with their uh, husband, wife, children, mate, whomever, they get real picky. Uh, you know, they want everything to be perfect. And so I would tell them, uh, remind them, uh, that when they get home, here's what they should do. Here's a little tip for them. I'd say, stop in your driveway. Think about some good things that are going on in your life. And remember, the control room is not in your house. And I would get a laugh if I, you know, if I time it right. And that same thing with us. You know, uh, Don't be always looking for the things that are wrong because then it'll put thoughts in your head more often and you'll get you know, the habit. Realize that our job big part of it is finding things that are harmful, right, or could be harmful, hazards. So when we get home, certainly we don't want our home ignore hazards in our home. That's not what I'm talking about. We get picky about it. And so that's something to actually, that's just something to be aware of that, that and that'll affect your moods and your behavior. And lastly, change what you're doing. That's one of the easiest ones, really. Uh, if you can change your actions when you realize you're in a bad mood. 
or that's your thoughts are souring. If I'm home, like I am right now in my home office, and I were to start feeling whatever, anxious or you know, just like, oh, man, I can't believe I've got to do this, I'll go outside and, and listen to the birds. I have a bunch of bird feeders, and I love nature. I'm sure you do too. Uh, or something inspiring on the Internet, or I'll get out a, a book that I, is a really positive book and read that for a little bit. Uh, if I'm at work, same thing with you, uh, I'll get up and go or go some other place in the field and hook up with somebody I know is funny or that makes me laugh. Uh, I had a couple of guys that were uh, crane operators, my job I just had. They were both funny. Uh, Bill was one of them. And I used to go see them just to, if I you know, was feeling a little bit down, and we'd laugh and joke with each other. And it really made a big difference. Now, there's a lot of controversy over consciousness and where thoughts come from. You know, philosophers and scientists have been arguing about that for centuries. However, there's a general consensus among those same folks that thoughts are a mighty contributor to how much we enjoy life. And here's a wonderful thing. You can control them.